1: Today, you're going to listen to a very interesting conversation with Sriram Rangarajan, who's a data analytics guru, um, who's worked across different maturity of organizations, as well as different roles he has donned from a developer to a management consultant to an enterprise architect now. He's working with IBM today, earlier he was working for Coopers as well as uh, Informatica. And uh, he shares his experience in terms of how do you look at data from a business outcome perspective and not necessarily from a technology. And some of the very interesting nuggets for beginners as well. Listen on. Hi, Sriram. Welcome to Software People Stories today.
0: Thank you, Gayatri. It's nice. Uh, We'll have a good conversation now.
1: I know you for a very long time, Shira, but I want you to introduce yourself to our listeners.
0: I'm in the data and AI for a very long time, uh, at least uh, analytics space. I worked in a lot of different areas, but my main focus is uh, analytics, most recently more on the data and AI side. So
1: you started uh, your career back in 90s in TCS, right? And uh, before even AI was called AI, you were in that space of business intelligence uh, as part of your informatica world right so how has your world changed uh, along with how the technology has evolved can you share a few things around that
0: yeah sure uh, the analytics is always there is that correct uh, so it's in initially in mainframe it's all everything is uh, centralized so still do the reporting but it's optimized that's very operational reporting and there are people used to do some statistical reporting other things but it's rare, not, not very common. What has changed is uh, now the amount of data available and the variety of reports you can generate, and then and uh, weaving that into the business process has changed. So, otherwise, it's all there, uh, and uh, the reports are very operational oriented. And then maybe uh, it is that operational report has been taken, and then strategy was applied outside because it's all centralized reporting before. Now, with uh, a lot of pieces, you can do it separately in terms of if you see IBM, they organize this thing as a collection. Collectors initially, how do we collect from different devices, different applications, and then how do we organize them so that you can get meaningful analysis out of that. And the analysis, where uh, analytics plays now, you know, either descriptive, predictive, prescriptive, all those kind of stuff. that correct? And then you integrate that into the business process. Yeah, it's all the same thing, but uh, uh, initially it is all centralized. Now it's more distributed. Uh, there are different pieces where you can optimize. Uh, that's the only thing which is changing now.
1: Can you share some of the insights from your side? How has your life changed along with this? Any interesting stories there? I know uh, when I uh, when I have was a Java developer, my view of the life is, was so small and while i knew that there was a larger picture but there was never a understanding of it that relationship was never there But today i i very clearly have that cause and effect but uh, uh, any uh, stories there uh Sinan, that you want to share
0: yeah d- definitely because uh as you gain more experiences that correct your perspective changes correct right? initially when you do at the early stage it's more on analytic and report focus, where, it's, where you're just doing that specific task. Is that correct? So, as you gain more, uh, when when you become an enterprise architect with Informatica, and then also I was working with a lot of clients on the IBM side, so you get a lot more exposure. And then what you look at is overall business process. Uh, how how does the data driven approach help that business process? You know, a lot of uh, in a B two B world. Mostly, you know, just how do you make from uh, lead to opportunity and then opportunity to the code, code to cache process overall. So, which process, you know, especially the data driven process has some challenges when when it is crossing the boundaries, correct? So, the integration becomes a little bit harder. And then, of course, you want to have a uh, integrated data to give holistic picture. Uh, those those experience comes as you mature and understand the big picture as well as the overall data set, and then how do we serve business leaders in terms of bringing these different objects together in as part of the business lifecycle and serve their business domain, e- either it's marketing or or it is sales or service customer success now, all. yeah all these. Uh, they look at different different uh, lenses. It's same same data through different lenses, and then also you you also generate with the enterprise level uh, metrics, which serves as a uh, for a bigger picture. That's where the maturity comes in. Is that correct? When you're when you're young, uh, start to understand a little bit about the data, but you are really focused on your task. Is that correct? You don't you don't have, you don't get the big picture. As you get exposed more and more, uh, and you work in different areas, you get the big picture, and you have a opportunity to work across the uh, across the transaction and the ecosystem. Then you you understand a little bit better, and how do we integrate? What are all the challenges? And how do you look at overall? How do we prioritize? Uh, how do we make a difference? And uh, end of the day, how do you bring all these things together? Uh, towards the business
1: outcome. Very insightful, uh, Shiram. In fact, uh, when you were speaking about this, tons of questions come into my mind. One of the first things is you mentioned about how maturity curve changes, right? Based on domain as well as based on experience and looking at the big picture. You know that there are so many organizations now churning out data scientists, data engineers because of the need, right? Can uh, those folks actually prepare some of our listeners are data scientists as well data engineers and how can they prepare themselves to fast track that if you will to uh, intentionally look at the end to end how can they prepare themselves any uh, uh, anything that uh, personally that you have done to make that happen
0: i think the key is to understand the data like correct end of the day the insights are coming from data so a lot of, even when you do data science or uh, data engineering, the key aspect is how do we integrate this data? How do we even, <clears throat> if you profile the data, try to understand what, what, uh, what data it is, uh, what story it is telling, uh, correct? In terms of, and also in terms of a lot of data quality aspect. So try to understand the data and how you bring these data together. What are the challenges? That's a fundamental or foundation. For for anyone in the data world, either data engineering or data science, uh, that's that's a key part. So you don't have to do in in a lot more technological way. You know, just the latest technology. You know, uh, a lot of databases are there. Even you can do it in Excel. So it's the same concept. How you just does take a lot of uh, open source data sets are there. So you go and look at those open source data sets and then look at in excel you know just uh, if you don't have any tools to start with and uh, look at these five or six related data how you are going to bring them together <clears throat> what are all the challenges you <clears throat> you have in terms of bringing them together and then you also profile those data do you see any any data quality issues or when you are bringing together data integration issues these are going to be the fundamental issues when you are going to deal with the data Correct. So it doesn't matter. So I think that's where I think uh, when you're going to enter into the uh, the data domain, you want to get comfortable with uh, uh, data, understanding you know what it means and how do we, how do we integrate and even take it further. You know, just you can do in Excel itself, aggregation and things like that. To some extent, understanding smaller set uh, will give you that confidence, saying. You know how do I? It is how do I? It is visualize. How do I? It is play with this data, and then it's just a matter of how do we? It is uh, how do we approach in terms of presenting that for the business outcome. Correct? That will come with experience. So key is without knowing business outcome, just think from your angle. Just what what informations aggregation will help. What does this data means? In terms of just profiling it, uh, you know, just uh, and uh, integrating it, that will that will be a stepping stone uh, for anyone. So if you are comfortable on that, end, then it's more understanding different data set how it's going to help in towards the business outcome. That's the next stage. But and then then of course then it is not, uh, the third stage. In what what we say is how do we integrate this? Uh, what you what you uh, Got us an insight from the analysis, either either a descriptive, diagnostic, or prescriptive, or predictive, whatever it may be, you know. And uh, how do you integrate end of the day into the business application or business process? That's where the the business team will uh, will uh, does not uh, will see the benefit, and uh, it help towards the outcome.
1: Extremely insightful. Uh, in fact, one of the things that I was thinking when you're talking about data quality, particularly when we are suggesting the business process change, the way we want that is our big one, right? So when you, uh, when there are data quality issues, have you had instances where uh, business said, okay, I'm ready to change, but if they, there is a blemish in the data in some shape or form, um, suddenly, do they have? Have you seen them go back or regress in their steps, or how have you managed that part? Because they, uh, in the end of the day, uh, proof of the pudding is in the data, and uh, not always we have control on that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, uh, what we call is initially collection pieces, yeah, you're bringing te- together in a centralized place. Now nowadays they call data lake, is that correct? Just for for you to analyze and uh, the, uh, IBM called Analyze Phase, which is, I think, no, sorry, Organize Phase, which is nothing but how do we define this data? So one, one aspect is in terms of data quality, how good the data is, and one other aspect is uh, how do we organize in terms of uh, business unit-wise, you know, metadata in terms of defining the data definitions, all those aspects are correct. That's going to be challenging uh, it's not easy. So, for data quality, where do you fix the data quality? So, it's it's a lot more harder to fix in the application because you want to fix in the source itself, you know, uh, because source, you know, source system or application has different priorities. Data is not a priority unless you show them these are having a, a impact to their business process as well as their uh, business outcome. It's very difficult to fix that in this uh, in the source system a lot of time what uh, data engineer data scientists they do they do in the middle they fix all these things but they can do so much is that correct only they can do standardized or, or limited uh, they cannot create the data so data needs to be created the application you cannot you can transform it standardize it some extent uh, but yeah you get garbage and you you can does uh, it for some extent, but you cannot uh, fully make that uh, data quality issue go away. Is that correct? So it's more of a, a conversation with business team uh, to uh, to showcase the impact of data quality, especially on the uh, when when it's not integrated. with the correct? When it's crossing the boundaries of application, that has a biggest impact because you you're because a lot of people what they look at uh, marketing looks at from their own angle. They don't see that much of issue when when it is crossing the boundary from lead to opportunity, and then then sales and marketing need to connect. And then similarly, sales and customer service need to connect when they cross the boundary in terms of, and then that's where I think that's a smaller uh, system, but there are a lot of boundaries like contract and other, other aspects, correct? Right? So when, when they cross these system boundaries or application boundaries, that's where the data quality plays A very key role because if you cannot connect those data elements, you won't get an integrated or holistic picture. So it's it's for you to showcase that that one is really difficult for you to fix in the intermediate process, like in data engineering process or data science process. So so you need to you need to show the impact. You you need to show the it is a business outcome impact by doing right. That's a way you get traction because a lot of time what happens is these application integration and data-driven approach is an afterthought. If it is part of the initial application development uh, and initial planning, then this will be less of an issue. A lot of time, they look at more application-centric, not uh, data integration or data-driven analytics-centric. If that is weaved into the, uh, into the application development process, these issues will be minimal i won't say it, it will be none but at least it will Not be minimal go
1: away. i agree yeah. <laughs> that is true it can all, never go away but in the sense some level of uh, lineage is clearly understood by the application development team then it it becomes that much
0: easier uh, what, what do you see gayatri in terms of what you are getting exposed what do you see there uh, in terms of data quality and uh, data integration issues uh, what the business leader thinks in terms of their importance and uh, how it is impacting their day-to-day operation.
1: So I am in the um, financial space, right? Uh, some of the uh, things that are we are seeing really is that most of the data right now, all of it is in a data link and uh, analytics get driven out of that. that. To that extent, the need for reports or reporting has come down at an application level. Most of the reports kind of uh, get generated at that centralized level, which is more, as you said, you know, correlated. So different uh, data sets come in and there's a correlation that gets in. Um, that is one I'm seeing. And the other I'm also seeing is uh, based on the usage pattern uh, in uh, different financial touch points, uh, we are also seeing the funding also changing. So uh, at that macro strategic level, in that sense, if, uh, if there is more uptick in a specific channel there is more higher and higher investment going in to make it fine tuned based on where business uh, where customers are going that is one big change that we are seeing the second is i think uh, uh, the what you mentioned about the data uh, application development team and the users your of business outcome are actually the same For example in application development the product owners are the ones who are actually giving give the, the requirement and uh, it actually, the data goes through the lake and then comes back and their uh, organization only is consuming the data as well. So to that extent, we are seeing a lot of uh, the consumers and the producers are nearly as close as we can. So there is a distance that we used to have earlier, at least in my previous organizations and all, a decade back, there used to be a big difference. So the there will be a central PMO function who used to keep looking at these reports. And uh, they used to give some decisions, which uh, by the time it comes to business, there is, they have no idea why it is. There is also a time lapse. So now uh, we are seeing that the distance between who makes a decision and why it is made is is much smaller. I think these are two big trends at least I am seeing in this space.
0: Yeah, that's that's very good. I think uh, what you hit the, the right thing. Like I had, when when you say from that application side that the data producers. Uh, in terms of business people yeah, correct they understand the application well from in terms of uh, what needs to be captured and uh, and if they also consume the integrated data they will see that gap well uh, and uh that way you know it, it will also help them what is it, in terms of uh, addressing these data quality issues and uh, they see where where to put the value where, where to put the effort uh, in terms of generating the values correct yeah. So one other thing, what I have seen is a lot of these data lake projects have taken uh, fast track, especially for a very large organization, complex organization, and uh, they don't have a good data definition, data governance, and uh, quality. And uh, so I think that's that's a one one aspect uh, a lot of people are uh, struggling with. So, but as you said, also based on the uh, the funding approach. And the priority, take that, that area within the whole, because we cannot boil the ocean. So take that one area and then do end to end from in terms of uh, what we collect. How do we organize and improve the data quality? And then do analyze and uh, generate the insights and embed that in the business process. Yeah. So a lot of time, what happens is people look at silo, like, right? They look at the data ops. A ops or ML ops or sec ops. I would say we should look at more business ops, business centric approach. Of course, you need to operationalize the whole thing, but look at the entire process in terms of collection to infusing that into the business process and application at a, at a one, one functional or one sub functional area and then achieve that. That way you, you know, this is working end to end. Correct. So it improves the application capture process as well as decision making process for that entire business unit. Uh, so I think more and more people will move towards that. I think uh, and uh, what they call data fabrics because of the the data is still a lot of lot of areas it's not centralized in terms of reporting. It's uh, it is it is sitting in multiple areas. Correct and the definition and uh, especially for very large. Uh, Large enterprise customer where the multiple CRM, multiple ERP are there, systems are there, where the harmonization also like a uh, master data harmonization, those also plays a key role in terms of uh, uh, you know standardizing the definitions and so that uh, it can be reported consistently across the enterprise. So that's another uh, trend, and some of the some of them are smaller. They have standardized one CRM mostly in uh, Salesforce and uh, and, uh, and ERP in one of those uh, oracle or SAP. Yeah, they might be able to integrate well, but a uh, lot of a uh, bigger complex application, their data is stored in multiple places. That's one of the challenges. And also a lot of people are now moving to the uh, moving to the cloud, the correct. So part of that is they may not have moved everything to the cloud. So it, so a lot of things are sitting in on-prem and cloud and multiple clouds and, uh, and, and, and uh, it's, it's very important for uh, for the organization to uh, you know focus on certain areas and then make sure they have a good good definition uh, uh, and uh, do the end-to-end process that way they understand what are all the bottlenecks are there and then they, that way they can standardize the framework uh, from collection to uh, ultimately uh, infusing the, uh, the the value of, of the business insight into the application
1: so when we are talking about data quality and business process everything right uh, one of the uh, biggest hidden iron fist if you will is the regulatory setup right uh, the european now uh... GDPR, sorry. GDPR yeah. is changing now. Um, India is coming up with its own uh, regulatory act. I okay. know that right. California had a data, data privacy act. I mean, right. there's just so many such uh, regulatory uh, acts that come in, which primarily protect the, their own citizen or, uh, citizen, uh, citizens or uh, citizen's data. Like in the end of the day, right. which is uh, from a privacy perspective or from a uh, you know, payment regulatory perspective or foreign exchange, ensuring that the sovereignty is not lost, or uh, from a government or a political perspective. So, this data itself is playing so much of different different needs and roles. Um, so, if uh, when we look at that, right, what kind of a trends do you think is going from future future perspective? Yeah, I think
0: uh, as you said, regulation is playing an uh, important role. Uh, before it was uh, to not. Look from that angle, so it's very only a certain industry. What people need to look at is uh, regula- regulation as part of their uh, data framework. So how do you anonymize? How do you how do you capture at the aggregate level? Sometimes it's it's a bigger pain when you want to look at uh, at a at a specific uh, uh, customer level, but aggregation levels should not should not matter. So and then also in terms of uh, you know how you are using these data, is that correct? So that uh, uh, consensus and able to it is uh, able to take the customer input and incorporate if they don't want to be uh, part of the uh, in a campaign or mailing list. So all those aspects, y- you need to take care part of your data uh, integration process or the end uh, data processing process, correct? So that becomes a critical because every country even every state uh, you know within the united states everybody california has a different law privacy law so every every states are going to be uh, in some countries are going to have a different law but overall it's the same thing is that correct in terms of they want to protect the customer uh, in terms of what you are collecting as an intent if they are uh, va- if they are validating that intent and you are keeping and using only for that intent and if you are allowed to do it beyond that intent, you also capture that as a consent from the customer and then use it. So I think it's going to be, it is in a data is going to be key because we are, we are in the real time online world where we are, we are generating in a B2 especially on a B2C world, is that correct? Business to consumer world where we, we generate a lot of data and that becomes important for that metadata becomes very important for uh, for the for these companies to better understand the customer so how and and when they will use it is going to be, become uh, become a big part of the future like right so companies are going to give incentive already they are giving incentive to share the data and it's it's critical to weave that into the data uh, processing framework so how do you capture those and how do you, it is a, uh, you know, how do you process that based on the customer consent or, uh, or lack of concern, consent or, or modification to the consent? That is going to be the key. And uh, I think that that area is still maturing. Is that correct? The correct GDPR has taken effort only about a year back. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, yeah, it's going to, because a lot of existing process don't take care that, uh, uh, that process very well. So, yeah, that, that requires uh, a lot of thought process because you are now doing it after you build the whole framework, you're trying to fix it, correct? Right? Because that, that that's going to be very tough. If, if you're putting a band-aid on, on the existing process. And sometimes when they move to cloud or when they move from one system to another system, that's a great opportunity for them to uh, to have that process in place. So that uh, you know, it is easily uh, those requests can be integrated, and uh, and uh, they can adhere to the privacy law. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a big trend now. It is not uh, people have to adhere to you know just to, to be compliant.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, if we ask uh, talk about your own uh, development, right? You know, you spent about uh, ten years or so as a consultant in PwC. And, uh, and another a long stint in informatica as an architect. So uh, and the previous uh, big stint was I think uh, you had worked in uh, several companies in the previous decade. So if we look at these three different decades of your own work, right? What are the big differences that you are seeing within yourself, right? Because your own our own problem solving skills differ uh, across. So, what are the things that you are observing on in your own yourself, and that you can share for our listeners that they can take away?
0: Yeah, I think uh, as I said before, before the consulting world, it's more more uh, uh, task centric views, like I just to you. Look at what is given from that perspective. You look at uh, in consulting world, you cannot. Uh, Sometimes you your I had an opportunity to work on a strategy, but a lot of time it is very a uh, fixed strategy you need you need to execute so correct uh, like some of them are compliance project where we integrate a lot of uh, physician spend for for the state reporting i've done a lot of those and uh, and some some areas where we brought the uh, customer data from uh, uh, in for a retail both the real time and as well as uh, from the different uh, uh, different uh, 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 uh different different areas together uh, you know just uh, for for giving customer holistic view so it's very uh, specific in terms of uh, what is what is in scope so uh, uh, when i when i went to Informatica, it's a little bit different because when you have, when you go into the enterprise data architect role you look at holistic overall business process across the company how do we enable different uh, business units and then you look at overall organization, so you tend to get more exposure in terms of uh, you know uh, I'll lead to cash process, you know different like lead to opportunity, opportunity to quote, and it uh, is a quote to order. All those aspects, how they integrate, what how how does the the data will come together in terms of serving these business different business unit, uh, in terms of uh, uh, enabling the sales leaders, enabling the marketing leaders and, uh, and uh, others right so that's a little bit different view and uh, now I'm on the IBM more on the platform side uh, it's uh, it's a, it's a little bit different and I had the opportunity to do informatic also that one of the one aspect is product usage that's another thing which is becoming big for us to understand the customer better when you're enabling the product how much platform can capture that metadata in terms of usage? What part they are using well, what part they are not using well, and what what we can learn from that. How do we change the application to make that uh, that overall uh, product experience better? And uh, uh, and and then uh, some of the other companies are also doing more capturing metadata in terms of platform experience. If there are issues, uh, either in performance or or in error handling, so they are they are generating those type of Messages, so it is critical to, doesn't Take that uh, metadata, and then it it'll it'll help you to make the customer experience better uh, in terms of uh, product usage as well as platform experience. Correct? So, so there are a lot of different uh, different aspects I got exposed in uh, when I'm doing different things. So it's as IBM Consulting, it's more focused on delivery and. Uh, on specific objective, uh, but in an enterprise architect, it is overall looking at the holistic picture of the uh, B2B for Informatica and uh, looking at that aspect and how do we serve different business leader, And then for, for the IBM, it's more of a platform. How do we make this platform uh, uh, more resilient? And, uh, and then how do we make sure the platform's uh, experience Overall, in terms of uh, platform usage as well as product experience, how do we make it better? How do we understand uh, the customer usage patterns so that we can, uh, we can improve that uh, in terms of outcome? So just, uh, it's uh, just looking at different data sets through different lenses uh, based on what you're doing. Is that correct? End of the day, it's the same thing. As I said, just understanding the data uh, and, uh, Looking at integrating this data, and then looking a little bit on the outcome side, as you get more exposure on the wider range, what what it gives you a different perspective in terms of what we can do and what are all the possibilities correct? So instead of saying, okay, you're given this task or you're just looking at a specific area, but you can you can now see what is possible uh, based on what you have. That's a different, uh, different view, different opportunity for you to excel. Correct? True,
1: true. It basically uh, based on which, uh, where is your vantage point of what you are viewing, from what what are the skills that's available, and where where you want to take your product or a platform to make a whole lot of difference, right? I know it's been an extremely interesting conversation for me, Sriram. And, uh, you know, uh, seeing from your lenses how data has moved, as well as how what um, uh, data engineers and scientists can really do. Um, Any uh, thoughts or uh, words of wisdom that you want to share uh, to our listeners?
0: Covered very high level, keep your foundation very strong, Uh, and then uh, try to learn even early on how your work is does uh, an impacting overall business outcome so that gives you much bigger picture even though you are doing at a smaller level but it's very difficult initially but with a mentor looks at look at how we are impacting the bigger picture and of course then you go much more technology uh, deep into the data engineering is that correct so what are all the different way uh, you can optimize your uh, data integration flow, and uh, and how do we how do you what is it, bring that data together for storage optimization? So the end of the day, you're integrating this data and putting in an optimized storage, whether it is a, a you know Nutita or Redshift or it is a Snowflake. These are all different way of uh, uh, storing the data in an optimized way for analytical usage. If you are a data scientist. Then you take that the optimized uh, additional storage uh, so that you can get different uh, analytical result and and how do you take that and train for a business objective or business goal, correct? Like, right, it could be a, a lead prediction, lead scoring, or it is an opportunity uh, uh, you know closing uh, uh, probability, or it is it could be a decision optimization in terms of uh, supply versus demand. You know, how do we in a how do we in a order uh, supply based on the based on the demand? So you look at the demand forecast and you fine-tune your supply uh, in terms of addition optimization. So these are all different problems you try to solve, but at the end of the day, you look at you have to have a foundational understanding of uh, data and then look at what you're serving as a bigger goal that gives you the, the confidence and the it is in a, and the purpose why you're doing. And then you go deeper into your technology domain, and how do we how do you it is and make sure your flow and uh, uh, uh and the integration serves our our data science uh, uh solution serves the uh the overall from the technology angle serves in a better way uh, of course you are, you have to look at the business outcome also but uh, you look at both both the lenses and make sure it is you know, you're you're good at both uh so I think once you have a business outcome lens, then you have a lot of opportunity to uh, do it different possibilities. Then you look at even technology challenge from a di- different angle, business perspective angle. Uh, that's what I would say early on. You get into that, then you will be better off. Uh, I, I think a lot of these data scientists have the uh, that opportunity because it is weaved into the business process. So they looked at. Look, look at this data a little bit differently because they are training it and they are predicting it. There's a lot of pressure on, on them. Uh, and data engineering also is, uh, is becoming more and more complex uh, because of this heterogeneous distributed environment uh, and optimizing it as becoming more complex.
1: Thank you so much, Sriram. I think a uh, very great uh, piece of uh, advice uh, in terms of, you know, keeping your focus on that foundation and ensure that you have alignment with purpose. right? Uh, and uh, Because today technology, uh, we you know, a set of tool- toolkits. Tomorrow it may change, but these fundamentals will not change. I think that is uh, the key area that you said. Um, thank you so much for your time, Shriram. I really appreciate it, and wish you a very happy, happy New Year 2022, and happy New Year to all the listeners too.
0: Thank you. Thank you for giving me opportunity to talk about the data. Thanks.